Yes. Episode. Episode Tari. It's 30 or 29? It's definitely half. 30? Proms. We're out here, man. We're past the 20s. We are a big boys now. Just like that, our back, back pains, knee, the whole thing. It's a crazy stuff. It's almost like we're adults now. First of all, welcome back, bro. Uh, yes. I heard you were dodging malaria, dodging. What else is that? Typhoid. The amount of dodging. That you were dodging. Was it was just dodging. You know what's crazy? Let's talk to me. The amount of medicine they make you take before you leave the United oh, yeah, States. Oh, no, yeah, that's how it is, though. Even when I went to China, the shots and all that you got to take. It's Guy, what were you doing in China? It's a different ecosystem. What were you doing in the land of Shanghai? Winning souls, my brother. In the Hong Kong. Wow, Hong Kong. Wow. Are you, you are looking for donkey? I was winning souls. Wow. First, well, first of all, welcome, people, <laughs> to episode 30 welcome, of welcome. No Wahala. That's it. You got to put sauce in that H. Absolutely. People be telling me, oh, I'm listening to your show, no way help. He's important. No. Wah. Yes. Wah. If there's phlegm, it will fly out. Phlegm is important. No wah. Hala. Phlegm is Hala. there. Phlegm you know day. And when you say things like that, wah. Hala. People know you have, you know, some sauce, you know, <laughs> some, like, some flavor to you. They're not just... Oh, oh, oh. Where'd wow. you get that call from? Amatan season called me again. Is that a Nigerian call? It's a Nigerian call. Wow. All the dust from uh, Agege. You, do we have Panadol for you? <coughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Why, why are we recording so soon? I'm sorry. I should have stayed. I'm sorry. I should have never left my house. No, so basically what happened was all that dust. You didn't welcome the people. First. Oh, yes, I did. I said, this welcome. This is episode 30, like. Episode 30, y'all. Of No Wahala. No Wahala Podcast. Thank you, guys. This is the first episode of 2019. Literally. And you want to start by being rude to our listeners. I'm apologize. Please. Apologize please, to them. Please, forgive me, everybody. Yeah, undo it. I didn't mean to uh, be too forward. Let me step back a little bit. First, I want to thank all of you for joining us on our first ben. episode of 2019. Ben. My name is Tunde. Ben. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Lord Bawo. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. We are here. I'm saying shouts to my, you know what I'm saying? Shouts to my, you know, with the pop bottles in the club. You know what I'm saying? We out yeah, here. You know what I'm saying? And, that's what you're doing. That's right? it. We popping bottles, We don't have man. money for that. We don't have money you know for that. All my ninjas, we out here popping bottles in the club, man. That's not in the budget. You don't like money? We do. Do you not like money? We, we, we do. I'm just trying to pop bottles, man. I heard you. My bad, bro. Um, the, so the reason why... Um, <clears throat> You know, I sound like you're whispering in somebody's wow. daughter's ear. Is first, I have to apologize to everyone because my voice sounds crazy. No, it sounds um, like you're talking to somebody's daughter. Nah, the dust in Nigeria is different. So basically, the minute you got off the plane, you could feel the air around you just changing mm. the the. Break it down, yeah. Break it down. Step. So obviously, if you don't know, well. I'm not sure if everyone knows. Today, obviously, Tunde went to Ninja. Mm. But for those who don't know, Tunde was one of the I Just Got Back kids. Jesus. He was there in Nigeria. Like wow. I'm here, but I'm not really from here, innit? <laughs> and um, <laughs> he was walking around with his do-rag flapping. How dare you to say that? Talking about, oh my God, is the chicken always this tough? Wow. You know, things as such. But now, when did he's they make Heineken bottles the size of gallons of water? Right. Oh my God, where's, what happened to the light? Somebody turned the light back on. Oh my God. Is this Why is the goat? generator so loud? You guys eat goat? What is this? Ugh. Goat meat. Ugh. 
Ah, what is this war? So, yeah, this but your man was in Nigeria and Ghana. Yes, Aquaba. Lagos to Ibadan to Accra. Aquaba teams. Did you touch Kumase? Do what? You didn't touch Kumase. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. That's, that's Ghana. Yeah. I stayed in Accra. Okay. I didn't go too far past East Legon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was Legon. eating the, the Banco teams. Oh. I was Banco You were taking it easy? Oh, wow. Pause. Mr. Easy. Please pa- pause yourself. Please pause. Wow. It's okay. Sorry, but I was bankolized. No, I was not taking anything. Wow. All I'm saying <laughs> is the minute I got out that plane, dog. In Nigeria. The, you could just feel the bio biochemical warfare of the Talk. air. So wait, why weren't you? <coughs> I'm going to call you out too. Wow. Why are you not calling Nigeria out while in, Are you scared to call Nigeria out? What do you mean? Because none of y'all were calling Nigeria out like, yo, this place is dusty. I did. I very much critiqued Nigeria while I was okay. there. I the difference to... is I didn't identify myself because, you know, I don't know what uh, the northerners, I don't know what uh, tactics. Oh, no, they're not playing with I don't you. know what tactics they have to, like, track people down. to play with you, blue passports. No, 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 no. You know, I, I, I use style to critique things. I use, uh, you know, phone to get around certain things. Phone. But, yeah, the minute... Walked out the plane, definitely felt the bio warfare on my on my lungs. Mm. Couldn't really breathe too well. Uh, it kind of incapacitated me like two, three days in. Uh, the food was fire, but the air quality was just bothering me in certain parts of Lagos, especially um, parts that were a little more rural. Right. You know, when you're in VI and Lekki and Ikoi and all the, you know, the nicer parts of Lagos, you don't really feel it as much. I mean, you definitely feel traffic. You definitely feel... Um, how slow things move, right? But when you go to places like Ifako and like deep in like Suleri or like <laughs> you know Yaba, when you're deep in those parts of Lagos, like that dust, oh my goodness, that dust will just enter your throat small, it humbles you. That dust will just overtake you. So, dust was a big thing, dust was a thing. Um, and then, and then, okay, spent, a, spent about a week in Lagos, saw family, did a lot of work. It was really cool. And then uh, went to Ghana. <coughs> See, that dust is still killing me. It's still there. Still there. The remnants. We have to do night vigil. But just cough downwards. Oh, sorry, sorry. Don't bring anything this side. <coughs> uh-huh. yeah, we thank dab, God. Dab it. Yeah, dab or swinging. Full on dab. <laughs> we are full on dab, dab, dab. Uh, so yeah, then a crowd was fired. I just need you to know you sound like you've done like ten conferences. I appreciate you. Like it sounds like you know you've been working. So, yeah, I mean that's kind of what happened. I mean, shout- you did that or you're like the yin yang triplets? Like, wow, you know it's just a lot. Of- wow, but you know it's just it's smooth. But hey, how you doing over there? Let me whisper. Okay. Yeah. Don't say that to me ever again. I was not saying it to I'm you. I was you. saying it to. I'm begging you. I was not. Saying I'll call your mom. Wow. I report I, you. The crazy shit. I actually believe you. So I'm gonna stop. Yeah, mom. Mom, she's he's whispering in my ear. What did my son do? Pass him the phone. Eh? Bro, what did my son do? He he whispered in my ear. That's mom. not my son. No. No way. No. My son would do that. It's on speaker now, mom. No way. Umba tunde. Tunde. Just like that. So eh? no, you are doing the whisper. I don't know if you are sexy. You're trying to be sexy. Trying to, you know, claim new people's daughters, but you know, just letting you know what's happening. As my father will say, know mm-hmm. the son of whom you are. That's it. Yeah, Ghana was fun. Um mm-hmm. comparing a lot of the people that I went with uh were comparing Accra to Lagos. And 
let me just say that Lagos could have done much better. I mean, from the airport all the way down to where we stayed. Like, once we got out the airport, once we got out the airplane in Accra, dog, you could tell the difference between Accra and Lagos. And and while, you know, obviously you could claim that it was a nice tourism budget in Ghana that made Accra look that much prettier than Lagos, but, man, it was hard to argue with people that have never been to Africa before and their critique. This is the first. You know what I'm saying? Their first time on the continent. Right. Comparing Lagos to Accra, and the minute you get out, you get out the Lagos, you get out your airplane in Lagos, and you're getting hounded by, you know, little girl named uh, Kasali, and anything for the boys and, crowd, and uh, you know, and Femi outside the airplane. Shout out to, um, the siren doing Yeah, there's definitely right somebody because. that's trying to get to the hospital right now. We pray, we pray they make it there. Amen. So. Amen. Carry on. May we not see the spirit of ambulance. Amen. May we not see the spirit of win win. Ha, me. May we not see the spirits of ping pong, ping pong. Okay, I'll stop at the last. Hey, man, there's a bunch. Um, so yeah, comparing um, Lagos to comparing Lagos to Accra, man. I mean, for us, we're from Nigeria, so obviously when we critique, we can critique with style. No, it's like talking about your parents. Yeah, you, know, you and your sibling complain about your parents, like, but when somebody else jumps in, it's like, damn, cousin Jamal's breath stinks. Right, right, right. Like you can't. You're but not allowed to speak on certain things. Exactly, but that's kind of how we felt about Lagos. Like all the things that frustrated many of the people that have never been to Nigeria before, it was like, oh, the power just went out. That's normal, you know. Right, right. But then you go to Accra, and, and it's like it's standard. Standard. Everything is just there. There. It's just they have life. Everything. To, they have life to throw away. I realized Accra made me realize why when Nigerians and Ghanaians like have their fake beefs mm-hmm. in like New York or mm-hmm. Cali. Now I understand why Ghanaians are so reserved when they're in these conversations about, Sounds especially about Jalof. They're just like, ah, oh, you people. Well-charged phones. They're not out here they, with us. They're, they're, they're like, not in a rush. They're like, come to Ghana. Now, lack of lights, they rush Niger people. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I can. Uh, There's nothing to compare. Like, I've been told, like, I am a proud, proud Niger man, right? Yeah. But I, like, anything in which I respect the love, I hold in a higher regard. Yeah. And if we were everyone to just like, let's say, let's just even it out and compare Lagos to Accra, the things I've seen, the things I've seen um, don't even, like, things I've seen, what I've heard, Lagos is not touching Accra. I'm not sorry. And I know size-wise, it's like, oh, Accra is smaller, da-da-da, blah-blah-blah. But where's the square roots in Lagos where it's like, okay, it's <laughs> popping over here. Compare this to Accra because it's small. Like, no, so fam, it's very shameful. Yeah. And, the fact that we're still, you know, having grandfathers fight for who wants to run our country, even worse, because I know it's election year this year. Facts. You know, and we might lose two presidents in one year. This is true. Also, another thing I Both noticed sides, in Lagos. We'll touch that later. There are like two people um, running for various. And one has more money in campaign, I've heard. Literally, like every I heard part of Lagos. everywhere. <laughs> Basically, every part of Lagos was covered by this guy. Mm-hmm. He covered buildings, covered What's cars. Sanwo, Sanwolu. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I guess that's what it was. But literally, yeah, dog, I would go to sleep and dream about this guy. Pause. 
No, no, that's what you're into when you're out there. That's what you're into. Everybody lives a mysterious life. He was on highway billboards. Mm -hmm. He was on the radio. Mm -hmm. He was on, you know, NTA. I almost said AIT like it's 10 years ago. Wild. AIT. AIT. Give them. African Independent Television. Television. Yeah, none of that. Um, And did you touch all the faces in Lucky? I touched... So how many phases? My ignorance. I used to think that phase one was the only phase that was completed. Right. Oh. I got there and realized, wow, yeah, I have family that are living in phase two. Mm. Phase two. Phase two. Oh, you were in the second. Phase. I was in number two. Wow. I said, wow, this is a how place. How many phases? So just one and two. I only located two phases. Though. Yeah, more phases. I'm sure there's a third, third one somewhere there. Listen, this is I'm sure there's a, even a fourth one, maybe in a bare area. Listen. It's like touching it's not, Lake is not a faceless God. Yeah. <laughs> the many face God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well done. The many face. I Lakey. am proud of you, guy. For the Game of Thrones people, you guys, I was, guy, I was trying to lead it there. But soon they cut that. I was going to say winter is coming, but we're already in winter. Went, no, no. Hamatan is coming. Hamatan is here. Uh-huh. Wow. But yes, definitely many face Lucky. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Uh, Lucky, so you, Lucky's popping. You touched you touch two parts of Lucky. I touched you just a there. Was it parts. a different vibe? Um, Lucky phase one, Lucky phase two? Phase one is, you know, Lucky. Because I, I saw... You saw who? You saw Tweeted, who? Um, Aqua, it's a vibe. Sorry, can we not mention culture vultures on this podcast? It's Appreciate a vibe. It. Like the whole city and states with human beings. Right. Well, it's a vibe. Uh, you people... Back to, back to important things. Sh- Listen, man, you go to my continent and touch any land and say it's a vibe. You should. Well, let me let me chill. Yeah, Let's I'm chill. not addressing any uh, Let's culture chill. vultures. It's a new year. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you the year, year like marinate a little more, yeah. and I'll start talking my shit. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, we did see a couple of culture vultures out there, but you know. Together we push is all I'm gonna say. Well, that's I blame I blame everybody that's treating. Their motherland like a tourist destination. Yeah, I definitely call some people. That's the problem. Because if you don't go, like, listen, if you're going to go back home, act like your mother's sister's uncle, brother, like you have family out there, B. You're not just coming in to go and enter club and go to concerts and link at governor's homes and president's backyard and, you know, eat suya. Is that a shot? No, there are people that don't make any kind of connection no, no, to the right. country absolutely right. when they can. Absolutely right. You know what I mean? Like, yo, some people fly home and come right back. That's the fact. And there's no evidence that you were there. None. And then some people go home and just link with the same dudes and chicks that you're linking here. Yep. If you're in Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa, where um Senegal, wherever it is. If you're in these places and all you're doing is taking pictures with the same people you take pictures with here, that's a waste of money and time. Absolutely. There's fact. so much that could be done. I agree. And it's so like with the ch- difference in currency and with what it is we're exposed to here and our norms. Like if you don't go back and leave something or give something, that's a waste. If I go to Europe, if I go to China, if I, I'm in Asia... If I go to South America, my connection is limited there, mm. right? You know what yeah. I mean? So it's not like anything I do is overdoing it. But if I if I have a connection to it or if I see some kids, I build with some kids. Like I have, I've had friends I went to Cuba and they, or Mexico actually and went to the schools and taught the kids, mm. you know, because 
they were, it was an English class, so they actually answered questions. You know what I mean? Like for the kids, that's still something. It was a takeaway. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you could leave with, and even that, you're in you giving, you're leaving with something. You know I what I'm saying? It. So now I would see people like understand if you're there for business, you're there for business. Mm. So you're working. You know what I mean? So it's not a pleasure trip. But there are people who went back home and just Jones. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely... Like, they, they're definitely, treated that shit like Miami for Labor Day. We're definitely subbing people that we know, but, you know... No, no, listen. I'm going to talk about this shit, and I'm going to post it on Instagram, and I hope one of you who wasn't raised well comes back and says some shit to me, <laughs> and I will play you, and you will get played very well. <laughs> because it's, it's just so disrespectful to the land and the culture. I agree with you. Like, I have most of my family here and in Europe. So I, you know, I mean, I have places I can stay and all that, but there's no way I'm not going to do something back home. There's no way I'm not going to link with people. There's no way I'm not going to shake somebody's hands and put money in their hands or something or talk to them and see what it is we can do because I know where, I, where I'm at. Like, I'm at a different age where I can at least do something. So that's my thing. And okay, now if you go to, you know, if you go to your grandma or your aunt, you got to live with something. You know, you're going to see them. But a lot of people, like... I didn't see them with nobody but Americans and British people. Yeah. In Ninja, in Ghana, like, yo, bruh, you don't have nothing. I saw that too. What I will say is um, I definitely tried to make sure that as much work as I had to do over there, I definitely tried to connect with... You're connecting with artists, right? Yeah, connecting with artists. But right. not, not just entertainers, no, but no, like no, no. regular but people too. Saying. If you can help them in, with their hustle... You've done something, sure, because that's the lane in which you can affect their lives, sure, right? If you're if you were somebody that was doing um a thing with books, and you're linking with writers, or you know you're out here giving notebooks, whatever it is, that's your lane and that's your comfort, sure, right? So now that's what I'm saying. If you build with artists and it's not just celeb artists, but mm. you're like linking with like dudes working and trying to see how you could help them change your life or you know put them on a better path or give them a platform, that's something. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But there are people with platforms that just go in there and just leaving oh, with yeah. this. You know that. what I'm saying? That. I saw that my whole trip, for sure. That's why I'm, That's why I'm, it's not a sub to you. It really no, isn't. No, no, no. I know it's not. Yeah, yeah. So it's just but like... I'm saying people are coming to mind that I was around. Right. And it's... It applies to, it's for sure. It's absolutely sad. It's absolutely sad. That it is, but then, you know, you know about everyone... That I, what I experienced is that, especially in Lagos, like... I bumped into people that were just kind of there to be there. They had their own agenda, I'm sure, but some of them just wanted to go to go and say they were there. No, because it's it's now a thing, and we have to address this shit early. Because next year now, is going to be way more people back home, and on and on and on and on. So if we don't start normalizing certain things, like, yo, when you go back home, do one thing, touch one life, change one. Because, yo, $100 changed to Naira means a whole lot. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So even if, yo, you give somebody a 20, it could do something for their day. I ended up having to give somebody $100 while I was there because I left my phone. So in Lagos, I, on Christmas Day, you know, just like being focused on gifts and seeing family and stuff, I was heading to see my grandmother and the family um, on Christmas Day. And on my way to head towards them. I left my phone in the backseat of a random taxi cab in Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, mind you, Christmas Day. So 
I didn't realize that I left my phone in this cab until after I got out the car. And it had been like 10 minutes after the car had pulled off. Mind you, it wasn't an Uber. It wasn't a Taxify. It was a regular cab. Now, what happened immediately after that will shock you. But I couldn't have written it better. Like, if it was a movie, it it wouldn't even make sense. So basically, um, after I realized the taxi had pulled off, I freaked out. Tried to fly, like I tried. I couldn't even think about how I was gonna get my phone back. So I called my dad and 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 let him know, like, hey, pop, like, uh, you know, my cell phone is gone. I, I had to go all the way back to my hotel, um, and f- basically call my dad with the hotel phone and be like, pops, cell phone's gone. Left in the back of a cab. I know I'm stupid. <coughs> he goes, did you get the license plate number? Funny enough, I did because the hotel that I was at was able to catch the license plate um, from the cars that pulled out of the complex. So I did have the license plate number. gave it to my dad. My dad said, give me 30 minutes and I'll call you back. Hung up the phone. Three hours later, my dad calls back and says, the driver's on his way back to give you your phone. I don't know what my dad did. I don't know who he called. But three hours later, Pops making shit happen. This is the phone. Wow. This is the phone. Got it back. So, um, and the driver was thanking me when he gave me my phone back. So I don't know who gave the order or who was called, but something happened. Something happened. Off your license plate. Something happened. Perhaps, perhaps that was that was, that was crazy story number one. Crazy story number two, two days after that, Burner Boy's concert. No, I think it was either the day after or the two days after, whatever. Burner Boy had his concert at Echo Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Wiz hits me, yo, come by, let's go see Burner's show. Mm-hmm. I said, all right. So we pull up. Right. Um, me and my homegirl. You know Nana? Nana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we pull up. Okay. Um, and, you know, everything's cool. We, you know, security, we have security. They're escorting us to the front. Everything's cool. People didn't realize that we were at Wiz because Wiz was dressed down. So by the time we got to the front where we're all going through security at the gate to actually enter the venue, the fans realized it was WizKid and bugged the hell out. Like, everybody lost it. Mm. It was at that moment that we were, everybody was chill. Then you have people swarming around you, and now everybody's tapping your pockets. Of course. Everybody's, like, feeling your shirt. We talked about this in the episode. We did. Yeah. And they got me, bro. Damn. They got me because I didn't realize that when they were tapping me like this, they From were actually things trying were to moving. feel if I had a wallet, phone. phone yeah, yeah. They were looking for my phone, but I was holding my phone in my hand. So they didn't get my phone, but they got my wallet. They got all the cash I was in my pocket. And I don't know how, till this day, I still don't know how they did that they because I felt as if I had everything on me when I got pulled through the gate. Mm-hmm. But immediately when I got pulled through the gate, I I realized that my wallet was gone. So I panic, mind you, credit cards, driver's license, everything in that wallet gone. Please like tell Wiz and and DJ Tunes and everyone like have fun. Like I gotta go back to, I gotta find a way back to my hotel and just call it a night and try to recuperate tomorrow and I just thought about having to call my dad again and be like pops <laughs> I'm I, not sure who. No, I know I got my phone back oh thank you so much 
But I honestly got you can't help me with this one though. One more gone. Thing. I get me to me. So that was that. Um a few friends of mine happened to be walking around after I decided to leave the the venue. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yo, let's, you know, I told them the story. They were like, wow, sorry, yo. This is Lagos for you. You should have known yeah, better. Lagos is different. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you guys are idiots. If I don't want to hear that. Whatever moves fast here, moves even faster out there, bro. Anyone that thinks they are the biggest hustler in New York, go to Lagos for 20 minutes. Problems. 20 minutes. I was convinced that nobody could, nobody could touch me over there. <laughs> and he touched me. What's worse is that it was probably somebody that was like having a conversation with me after. Yeah, of course. You gotta calm you down after. Get your mind off the robbery. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. So, long story short, mm-hmm. following morning, I'm in my hotel room and I get a phone call and I pick up and. No, 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 this is Nigeria. It's not. Double, yeah, double. The double. The double ring. I got you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hello? Hello, um, can I please speak to Mr. Tunde? Uh, speaking. Uh, hi, Mr. Tunde. We have somebody on the line that is saying they're calling from, uh, Surulere. They said they found your wallet with wow. a, a two, two, three credit cards in them, a yellow You were moving with your credit cards a, out there? A yellow card. Wow. Um, some cash in it, about twenty thousand, and then um, uh, you know, a condom. There are just things in there. Wow. Do you want to wow. take wow. this call? I said, yo, when I tell you, the, everything that that was described, if I thought it was fraud, <coughs> the way she was trying to describe the New York City Metro card, because they don't, you know, obviously they don't know, a yellow, yellow plastic, something like that. Um, and some a condom. And once she said condom, I was like, "That's my wallet." Shame on you. Well, guy, be safe, Sha. This is Lagos. Be safe. Not even that I was flogging anything, you know. But sometimes your friends will flog things. I need protection for you. You are there for your friends. That's it. I'm there for Thank my friends. Thank you for being a friend. Tunde, please. Oh, do, you, do, do, do you have extra condom on you? Yes, my guy. Because you are a disgusting goat, I will measure you are protected. Anyways, so. Lady on the other end is the hotel staff. So I'm, she was like, I'm, she didn't want to give the person that called that found my wallet my number. So she called my room first to confirm that I was missing a wallet. Da, 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 and if I wanted to connect with the person, she made it happen. Awesome. And then I found out that the kid actually found my wallet the night before, like immediately after I lost it. Oh, wow. He found it, called the hotel after he found my hotel room like my room key in my wallet tried to call <coughs> and the hotel thought it was a fraud and hung up on him so he called the morning after like yo this guy may really be locked out of his hotel like they were like concerned and i was like wow in lagos nigeria someone actually thought to not just call once but call twice to help somebody else oh all these stories you have about nigeria being a terrible place and a good samaritan made it happen twice Long story short, too, and this is the fourth long story short of the story. Man's happened to be extended family, one. Didn't know that I was in Nigeria because, remember, I was supposed to go to visit fam on Christmas Day. Didn't make it because I got my phone stolen. Day wasted, right? Mm-hmm. So none of them knew I was in Nigeria. It was supposed to be a surprise. Extended fam found 
my wallet that in that pile at Echo Hotel. You better be paying your tight and offering, bro. When I tell you my prayers were just manifold that day. I made sure I gave them $100 in Naira after they brought me my wallet back and I sent them with a palm wine as well. Wow. I sent them with palm wine. So enjoy wild. your Christmas. That's, yo, pay your tight and offering. <coughs> that's all I'm going to say. Hey, got my wallet back, got my phone back. I'm not mad at anybody. Wow. Um, so yeah, I brought in the, the new year with uh, mad blessings. And then I almost was about to just fly back to New York because I figured if I didn't have my wallet, license, anything, like a credit card is nothing. Like, how am I going to be able to check into my hotel? How am I going to spend money? I was hurting, bro. Like, I had canceled some of my credit cards already, like that night, because I thought I was like they were gone forever. And then I had to basically call them to uncancel them the second day when I got my shit back. And then I went to Ghana and then everything just, you know, Smooth turned off from there. there. See, so no issues in Ghana. No, dog. When I tell you so that you I was in Ghana. All them Ghanaian comments, what would you like to say to our Ghanaian listeners? Talk to them about to be, your time in To be Africa. honest with you. Talk to them about your time in Africa. If Africa. things don't improve in Lagos in the what next you, 24 months, I may become Mr. Easy. Wow. I may become Mr. Medium. From Lagos to Aka. I may become Mr. Medium. Mm. I may just move to Kakom National Park. Hey. You know? I may just, you know. Ajay. 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 I may just bankulize myself. Wow. I may start so, putting, I may start putting shito on my So you my actually, there's, there's, so Ghana is a wave. <laughs> I, I will say that Accra, <coughs> Accra was just a smoother experience. It wasn't perfect though. But it was levels ahead of Lagos. Levels. And the reason why I'm happy that I experienced it myself is because it's a wake-up call to Nigerians that are like, oh, well, you know, everything is like... I don't know a lot of Nigerians that, that see the opportunity to change things there and are willing to do something about it. I think everybody's kind of wait. Any everyone is kind of waiting for an administration or a president or a, you know a bunch of local government areas to fix things. Right. But what I saw in Ghana is that literally the government is and the president from the top to bottom are they're, they're working to improve the perception of the country to everyone, especially the diaspora. They're trying to get people from the diaspora to come back to Ghana. Um, and that's in Ghana. So the pres- president, Nana. Um, guy looks smooth, by the way. He he's looks like he got personality. Nice guy, man. We had breakfast with him. Like the, right, right. I saw. Yeah, he was very, very awesome dude. And um, super insightful. Understands um, where the cultural gaps are between <coughs> African Americans, Africans in the diaspora, and, nice. and West Africa. And... Um, understanding where other leaders have had opportunities to uh, get, you know, the diaspora to reinvest into African countries, but they just haven't because they haven't felt as if they have, you know, black Americans have always uh, pretty much spread the message of, oh, we should repatriate, we should go back to Africa. But I feel like this trip was the first time I ever heard African leaders reaching out to black Americans being like, yeah, you're welcome, come back. Like we have a place for you if you want to come back, so, yeah. So that was big for um, even a lot of the, a lot of the people that we were with, 
black Americans that we were with were they sharing the same sentiments. They were like, this is the first time I've ever had an African leader tell me to my face, yo, come home. Like, we here. Wow. So. That means a lot. It does. It just shows you, like, where the priorities of some countries are and, you know, which countries are going to get it. Which countries I hope will get it right in the next few years because. No hopes we. No know, hopes over here, fams. It's going to be interesting. There's a lot of Nigerians in diaspora that I they guarantee you are not West thinking African of coming passports, back. So. Yeah, man. ECOWAS, man. So How I many Nigerians do you know that are ready to move back to Nigeria to change it? To change it? <laughs> to fix it. There are people that would like to help, but to ready to move back. No, I don't think anyone. Personally, I don't think any Nigerian should move back to Nigeria. And, to do what? And I like, know I know a lot of black Americans that are ready to move back to Ghana tomorrow. No, on, I get and that's well, again, I have yet to step foot in Ghana, right? But I'm well aware of what goes on because I keep up with people that are about a uh, part of it and I just you know, I keep up with the news and I see things going on there. Absolutely. And but Nigeria I'm a lot more connected to. Mm. I know people that live in Nigeria. I know rich people that live in Nigeria and I know not so rich people that live in Nigeria and Same. I have healthy free communication with those people. Mm. Not so rich people tell me don't move back. Absolutely. Very rich people tell me don't move back. Yeah, same. So... I was in Banana Island like my third day into Nigeria, the Lagos trip and these are very ultra wealthy people, right? And I was telling them, hey, here are my ideas for, you know, at least, you know, having some sort of foothold in the, you know, in Nigeria in the next few years. And they were like, why would you move back? <laughs> These are people that are like the 1%. Why would you move back? Why would you even think about why it? Why would you move back? Yeah, because like, it's like this. Not, the life, like, I was talking to someone that was in Nigeria and we were talking about like the different level of what's considered suffering, you know? And I always think about, you know that Biggie line, a nigga never been as broke as me, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, the level of what's broke here and the level of what's broke back home is two different things. You know what I mean? Like, mm. broke here, there's government assistance, there's, you know, being secured, there's being able to put shit on a credit card, mm -hmm. you know, without having money. Like, there's just so many ways in which things are different here than, like, the bottom here and the bottom back home are two different things. Yes, and you know, the, I mean, and part of the reason why that is, I mean, you know, before uh, the first military coup, in Nigeria in the 70s, you know that basically Nigeria was on track to, to be, yes, to operate the same way. Yes. Like, people were happy in Nigeria prior to 1979, 1978. In the 70s, Nigeria was in competition with whoever you wanted to put them in front of. I always say Shagari was the last great president in Nigeria, and he just passed away. R.I.P. President Shagari. Um, but yeah, after he uh, took the presidency, Basically, that was when the coup happened and Buhari took over with the military coup, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's where things kind of went downhill from there. Well, I don't, obviously, we're in a lot for that. So everything is hearsay, but... For and he's the president now! From what from what we've seen, like, I was around, about you, I was been, like, I've seen, it's, it just hasn't gotten any better, you know? Because There's just certain things where agreed. it's just like you could fall forward, but it's, they're not steps forward. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing in which we can compare for what it, you know. We've been potential for so long, and we're still potential. Well, because everybody that gets into power there, once the military government took over, basically, is like, oh, whatever, I can get my hands on, I'm just going to take it 
for myself and for my people. And I'm hiding everything in the corner yeah, so only one percent can access it. Who have a background in actual non like non military men uh, don't that just have a political background of actually serving the people. No, they operated dictators. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, I guess the previous president. I don't know if he had a. Good luck, Jonathan. I don't know his military background. I think good luck, Johnson. Uh, Jonathan. Oh wow, good luck, Johnson. We just gave, we just invented a whole new president. Yeah, yeah, was. I think that's the Liberian president. <laughs> it was Johnson. You're right. Um, good luck, Jonathan. Rather, um, you know, depending on who you ask, they'll tell you he was a great president. Depending on who you ask, they'll tell you he was a terrible president. Mm-hmm. I think each president that has uh, taken the reins of Nigeria. Um, has definitely benefited certain states over others. Of course, of course. It's just, it's a country of tribes, you know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to a future Nigeria that is either broken up and reverted to the way, to reverted, reverted to borderlines that existed pre-colonialism, mm-hmm. which would make the most sense. Cool, make Biafra land, Biafra land, make Yoruba land, Yoruba land, make Igbo land, Igbo land, will that be a Biafra well, land? No. House of land, house of land, or Fulani land, whatever. Do that. I think if that happened, that would be the most ideal solution. The problem is immediately Igbo land, Delta land would be the arguably the richest. Based off space and, um, yeah, yeah, wealth. Based off of oil and all natural yeah, resources. Yeah, yeah, and then just like what would then be dependent on, it would be less. Less Correct. states or cities or people. Correct. So, I don't know. I, I think that's what Nigeria is afraid of. From, right I now. don't even know what the next step is, so I can't even... I'll, those who are there know a whole lot more Nigeria was built to fail, man. From, it's built to be dependent on the powers that created it. Love the and people man. that live within the borders, but it just, like, the British knew what they were doing when they created those artificial boundaries. From, you would have to convince, basically, Nigeria, Ghana, Togo, and Banner Republic... To work together, Cameroon. No, yeah, Cameroon as well wasn't. Yeah, Cameroon you would have to essentially convince all of them to relinquish their borders in order to revert reconstruct back to, certain things. Folks. Yeah, um, and good luck. Imagine how no, imagine how West Africa would look if the British and Portuguese never colonialized it. Like people in Benin Republic that speak French and Yoruba. A lot of people in Nigeria don't even know they exist. No, they don't. And they don't even know how much connections they have with these people. Same way a lot of people don't know their Igbos in Cameroon. A lot of people don't know how houses are in Ghana. No, a whole lot of houses in Ghana. Houses are the ruling majority Farms. Every time I see certain Ghanaian people, I'd be like, I met a Ghanaian guy who, and he was talking, it's an Igbo man, like he's full Ghanaian. He was like, yeah, my, my roots are Igbo. Like, because you know, I'll, like when you're West African, you can tell people, by their facial features yeah. and the way they look and their length and pause. Wow. That's what their height. Sorry. Wow. wow. You are disgusting. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. But nah, seriously. Survive to it. But we're going to wrap that up because we're going to be in Ninja for a long time. We are. And you've enjoyed it enough for, I did, oh. for us Americans. We, f- yeah. we flogged Ninja and we flogged Ghana well, well. That's good. Welcome back. We're happy you did it. I'm happy. Happy to be back. You were able to like happy those malaria pills and come back in one piece. Happy those malaria pills kicked in. Yo, speaking of malaria pills, them shits is disgusting, bro. If if it's good, it has to be disgusting. 
If it's it if it's bad, I mean it has to be you know like wait what? I don't Am know I what drunk? you're saying. You're drunk. No, you're too much. If, if the pill is very, if it's good for you, like it actually heals you, it don't taste disgusting. Yeah, it's just have you been drinking Okokoko? Fams, I was a sick child growing up. All this shit, I had to take. Do you know what that is? Is the is the Ghanaian uh, Ghanaian uh, liquor that they make? Oh, tra- I saw tra- it. Traditional liquor. It's I made of zobo. It. Where did I see it? I it's like spiked it zobo. Yo, it is so. Somewhere before I saw it at a restaurant. Dog, it is so good. I so ba- I bumped into an old friend at an event out there in, in Ghana. And when I tell you that Okokoko hit at a certain point, I had to leave because <laughs> I knew that if I would have stayed, things may have gone to a different place. So that drink is a very special drink and I'm very thankful that the, my ancestors were like, guy, it's time to go home. Because that Okokoko is a different something. It's all over. That's it. Delicious. Imagine a Zobo that adds superpowers. Can you imagine? Let me go home to my family. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Street Fighter. You know when you play Street Fighter and you lose? Go home to your family. <laughs> go home and take care of your family. Yo, no, I don't blame you. Once once the, the bedroom was entering, buddy. Yeah, that Oko Koko hit, man. It was good, though. And then you come back to the Wahala that is America. Yeah. I don't know if you know. Your government is in a shutdown. Wait, do we even have a government right now? Well, technically, we don't. We have people not getting paid. That Well, they're going to get paid. That's so whack. When things get back to normal. It's so whack that we have, we have people that are working government jobs. Post- and they're saying it's going to affect tax returns. So people are not... So whack, bro. It's so, like, it's so crazy. That, like, live, like... Their life and death is dependent on those payments. No, of course. They're, of course, they're people living off credit cards right now. You know what I mean? And it's like kids going back to school and all that. So I could only imagine what like households are dealing with. Shit's crazy. Um, but my thing is with your, your president, right? Hmm, not my president. The saying is always that you live long enough to see yourself become a villain, right? And I think your mans could only fake it on how much he doesn't care about the people that think he cares about them. Let me just tell you, no matter how many times you call this guy my mans mm-hmm. or say that he's my president. Your big OG. <laughs> his toupee is your toupee. Wow. Not my toupee. Wow. That's all I can say. Toupee. No. <laughs> toupee. Toupee. This is how you used to do. Nah, but seriously, yeah, I really think your man's your man's is like at some point you can't just fake like at some point it's like yo, you know how after a while you just you're making this man you're doing his man you're doing his mannerisms. Yeah, right like, yeah, no, no, you just have to <laughs> like he's gonna call somebody broke. Remember when LeBron lost that finals? It was like you guys have to go back to being broke and go back to your job. Yes, like he was like, you know what? I'm tired of being humble. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to play basketball and make y'all love me. But you know what? F y'all. You know what I mean? Your man Trump, right, is going to get to the spot where he's getting there. Like, at first it was like, yo, these people don't care about you. Me, the rich billionaire that got my money from my pops and stole everything and finagled and flip and all these things. I'm the one that understands your struggles. I'm the one that understands your stress, your struggles, all that. And after a while, 
it takes you. It's just a hard thing to fake, and it's gonna catch up to your boy. We're all looking forward to today. Like months can't like I can't. It's just gonna get there, and I think that's what the shutdown is. And it's just like you're not here for the people because he really wants this wall. I don't want to go. It there. goes from Mexico is gonna pay for it to you know what? Until y'all give me our monies, nobody get into it. There. And that's what's happening here. That's literally what's happening here. And talking about not wanting to go somewhere, that's what topic we have to touch. Wow, you mentioned touch, and I'm. You should shook. already know. You I'm already, already shook. The Pied how, Piper. How will we survive this topic? The 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 what's it called of Chicago? What's his name? What are we gonna call him? The Grand Rapist. <laughs> Not the Grand Rapids, Michigan. The Grand Rapist, Michigan. Rapist of of the Midwest. Yes, the Grand the Grand. Oh my goodness, he's disgusting. The charlatan of <laughs> Chicago. I don't understand how this gentleman has been able to basically stay signed. The man is still signed to a recording contract as this this episode. This episode is going is live. Like this as you people are listening, this gentleman is still signed to his label. I'm not gonna tell you who he's signed to. You'll have to Google it. But it's a very prominent major record label. And the label has never, ever ever taken into account that this man has been accused of being a child predator and a serial rapist for over two decades. The evidence has been out. He's been on camera. He's gone to trial. Like, he's he's been confirmed as, of paying people off from police to judges to parents so they won't talk. And now there's this documentary... <coughs> That is on Lifetime right now, chronicling all these things. And shout out to Dream Hampton. Shout out to Dream Hampton. And, you know, other artists that have worked with this guy, um, his ex wife, um, former slaves that he, you know, he, former slaves, former, bro. former women that he had enslaved in his house and other crazy places like warehouses and hotel suites and tour buses and, it's just crazy. Like, dude had an illegal marriage to another R&B artist that was underage. She was, what, 14? Well, underage. 13, 14 at the and time they got they married and he was like, having inappropriate re- relations with this girl. Like, <coughs> and what's worse is that a lot of the people caping for this guy are parents. They have children. They have young daughters. These are, you know, women that know that he's up to no good and will still ignore that in order to play his record. Some of these women offer their children to this guy. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Religious leaders have played his music in church knowing all this stuff that this guy has been accused of. It's just sick, man. I don't know what goes through. Everybody got to go. People got to pay fines. People got to be in jail. It's Dog, everyone's complicit. Labels, Everybody fans. Everybody go. Stop playing this man's music. Stop giving this man time. Oh, my Let's, gosh. Because the more music, the more his music gets paid, the more money he has. The more money he has, the more he's able to influence people to do certain things. I, like, we all, we just got to end this shit. We got to cut ties. We got to, like, stop. Stop. What surprised me is watching people that I am cool with on the timeline, like, 
But it doesn't like I'm showing their yash. I'm happy when people show their yash because it's needed. Like that's why when shit like this happened, where like where in certain situation where a line has to be drawn, and like saying, okay, I fuck with this, or I don't fuck with this. Excuse my French. Do I curse a lot? By the way, I feel like no, right? Someone told me that that I curse a lot, but that's what we'll talk. We'll touch that on a different day. Like certain topics where lines have to be drawn. If you're not saying. I'm on this side or you're like, I get both sides or, oh, how come they're not going after white people? Like, we have our own society and community as a race. We choose to call certain things out. When there's racism going on with a white person against a black person, we we expect white people to speak on certain things, but that's their community. You know what I mean? If they don't, they don't. If they do, they do. You know what I mean? Like, when... When a white person stands up and calls out another person being racist, like, okay, good shit. We have to police ourselves. We have to address certain things. And if we can kick something out, if we can, like, put a face to something wrong and then start there and also bring it into our homes. Because everyone's saying, oh, I have an uncle or this person gives this person a similar vibe to this person. We have to call these things out. We have to speak against these things. If it's not... And it continues in our homes, it continues in our churches, and continues in our schools, and we create new monsters. So conversations like this have to be had. You have to have conversations like this with your daughters, your sons. Don't create a monster. Don't put them with a monster. Let them be able to know when a monster is being formed. You know what I mean? So all this, but please, when you see shit like this, keep your eyes and ears open so you know who the hell is bugging. Because some of the tweets I've seen by people I thought had common sense and just had common decency. They do not. They do not have common decency. What What are you arguing about with a man that, like, enslaves girls and has sex, like, a sex ring? Like, what, what exactly do you think you're... What are you standing for? Son has been accused of running a child prostitution ring. Thumbs. There's video of man's peeing on a child. She's like, yes, crazy. there was a skip with Chappelle. That shit is real. There's the Aaliyah. Like, there's too many coincidences for you not to be like, all right, this man is a problem. The man's a problem. Last episode, we, talk, we listed um, R&B lists, and we had to, can't, like, remove certain people because we should not celebrate certain things. Yes, you can, you can, you know, take the man away from... You can... People are like, oh, I separate the art and the man and all that. Like, yes, we can do that for somebody who is rehabbed, you know, like somebody who is changed. If it's continuing, we got to step back. Mm-hmm. There's certain artists that have done wild shit, and it's like, all right, now they're cleaning up the act. Yes, we still remember that you did this. You're human, and you can grow off, you know, grow from anything, but we know what it is that. You can say, okay, I'm separating their past, and, you know, this is somebody's, like... Every per- let me put it like this: every every single human being isn't one thing. You know, there's more to every single human. Being. But this shit, your man R. Kelly's doing, that's his lifestyle. You, everything has to go. The man, the music, the trapped in the closet, all this shit. We just have to let this shit go. Yep, it's done. Like, please get man's out of here. Like, I, I'm tired of this topic. I'm. T- I didn't even think it'd be something people would discuss, but this is that what's happening now here. It is unfortunate. I was going through my library and I proudly couldn't find anything. What? Robert's Curly? Nothing. 
Nah, get that man, get that man in jail. Let, let him, in let him enjoy it. Let somebody else tell him their bodies. My mind is telling me no. Let somebody else tell them that shit in jail because I, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of hearing about R. Kelly being free and people like, it makes no sense. It actually makes no sense. People keep asking me, how is this guy free? I said, well, because he didn't try to... You know, he didn't try to hold any white girls captive, so you know they don't care. Oh, it's different. It's very different. Let, let him ha- let him let him take one girl named Kellyanne hostage. Ben. Feds would have been been locked him up. He'd have been braids. with his brother. Them braids would have been cut. First yeah. day, he would have had a balding jail a long Step time. Step in ago. the name of jail. What do you do when you have girls locked up in a room? You step to jail. Gotta get men's out of here. Yeah, it's fucked. Um, like that, I I, I don't even know. I don't want to talk about like. Yeah, I just hope that um, the man is brought to justice, and I pray that everyone that has been affected by this guy and his evil, 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 um. Just like every terrible thing that he he has done to affect various lives, I hope that um, they somehow find their peace. Because I can't like, even imagine. Yeah, like it's just crazy. Like just imagine a child doing that shit, and it's just so sick thinking about parents and the enablers around him just because of you know his status or his songs. Like it's sick. Well, we're gonna move to a, another artist. Mm-hmm. We'll go back to our continent. Of Africa, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about Coachella's listing. Mm. We have, um, I think, three three West African brothers in there, right? It might be more. Indeed, there might be more, but um, we had three that were. <coughs> we had um, Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. He's on there. Mm-hmm. DJ. DJ Idris Elba. Okay. Stringer Bell from. The Wire. The Wire. Mm. We have... The Wire. Mr. Easy. It's your boy Easy. Jovu. We have your man Mr. Easy in the building. <laughs> Easy Frimpong. And then you have Burner. Now, Burner, I don't know if you saw Burner's reaction on the gram. I feel like everybody has. Did you see it? I did. And I saw, I saw the... How do you feel about that? I no comment. Got you. But um like, what I what I will say is I get it and I don't. I think perception is a very interesting thing. And do you think it was high when you posted it? That those are my two thick questions. No comment again. Okay. What I here's here's my opinion on that situation. My understanding is that working okay, having worked in the music industry for over a decade. Having worked, give them facts, give them numbers. Having worked at booking agencies for years, give them. I know that when these festival lineups are posted and you see top, you know, top billing, big fonts, headliners, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. see, you see, uh, artists that are, you know, every artist that has an ego thinks they deserve to be at the top line which is nothing wrong whatever you feel about yourself like that's cool what actually determines who ends up in that spot is not about 
who's actually the hottest necessarily. It's not about who's perceived to be the hottest necessarily. It's really about negotiating between booking agents and the festival organizers. So do you think there is a possible in which Burner could have been as big a font as the the number one name for that? Because there are three big names. I think that so if... you think there's, there's a world in which somebody, or Burner's mom is his manager, I'm guessing? Yes. Um, That she could have finagled that? I don't think she would have been able to, but I will say if... Because I know he's like, he got a label out here. Right? Sure. But having a label and having a booking agent are completely different things. Okay. Right? It's like you making the idea and then you bringing it to somebody to actually make that idea real. Okay. That's kind of how the, the shit yeah, between but management I and I booking. I don't see how Mans could have been one of the three names. Like, so, I feel like it might be something you got to crawl before you walk, you know what I mean? You crawl before you walk then. I, yes, I agree with that too, but like again, he's a giant in Africa, but being a giant in Africa doesn't make it, you a giant in the world. I agree. I think that his vision uh, for Africa and African artists is definitely important. I definitely understand. I get it. I understand what his goal Lay the is. Work. But I also think that, again, because a lot of these artists don't really understand how the business as a whole works. Lay the groundwork. Bro. They, you know, there's a lot of artists that think having a manager, having a label, that's it. They don't understand. They don't, they don't understand don't, touring. They don't. I'm under, sorry, bro. Having a booking. If you had look, fan, bro, well, it makes no like. I get that. It's like yo, I'm big out here, right? Yeah. Right. But you're in a different league. Yeah. And once you start playing for them white girls in Coachella. Yeah. Like I'm not sure if you, like, you should be well aware of, you like this is my thing, right? And this is why I rock with Easy and Easy's camp. They always seem to have the next step or the next goal of which they want to accomplish. Because they're strategists. Boom. And the re whenever people call you smart or call a brand smart or call a brand aware, it's because of who they associate themselves with. Correct. Right? Like, with, once you start doing the same certain shit, it's like, okay, you're around certain people. Mm -hmm. When Connie was saying dumb shit, we knew Connie got the wrong people around Of him, course. Right? So Still we're going to credit you not only for your talent to create whatever content, but we're also going to credit you for who you put around you, right? So Burner, strategist-wise, and I know his social team is doing this. I know Burner's a strong-willed person, and he's going to do what he wants to do, right? Mm -hmm. But you're talking about you're representing a continent. You got to move with a game. A continent is 54-plus countries with, countries with different languages, different, like... You're not, you're not, well, you're not doing that shit alone. You can't even represent Nigeria alone. You know if, if you're the strongest person in your camp, right. man, we can't. You're very, very weak. You know what I mean? Because once you're absent, then your camp falls because there's no other strong people in your, around you, right? Yeah. So now, we're, we should all be well aware, our African artists should be all aware, well aware of Coachella. Not because of what it is, because of the acts that, just last year we had the whiskey drama, right? So that means Afrobeat, like, you would know what the fuck is going on, that Coachella is a big thing, Whiskey couldn't make it. And everything went wild. Like, Instagram and Twitter was wild. Where's Whiskey? Where's Whiskey? Is he coming back mm. next weekend? Whiskey didn't show. So, it's known what it is. Beyonce killed that shit last year. Beyonce was one of the three names. Facts. But Beyonce also has a team around no, her. That's what I'm saying. That but, if she so wasn't... You can't tell me that 
if be- Beyonce would be one of the names in which Burner would be comparable to. And I am a huge Burner Boy fan. I am a big Burner Boy right. fan too. But talent doesn't mean everything. There are niggas on the train that sing better than people on TV. I th- again, everything you're saying is correct. Right. But I also want to make it, I want to reiterate the fact that an artist's influence on a certain community mm-hmm. does not reflect what actually shows up on a festival flyer. It, it is all about it, it is all about your agent and what your agent is able to negotiate. I still I've think literally I fought. See how Burner would have been one of the three big names. He wouldn't have, but and I he's fought. Not, he's not but, even the smallest font but, in there. But again, like that's what I'm saying. I fought with festival organizers to get artists that didn't deserve the big name. The big name. Bigger names. So I think that it is possible in an alternate universe that Burner could have been one of those big names. The problem is, I don't know any agent that would have fought for that for him. Because the difference between a Burner Boy and a Beyonce and a Bruno Mars is that Bruno Mars and Beyonce could go to any fest could go to any festival in China and fans would be singing Ball word out. word for word. Ball out. Word for word. The they could go to Antarctica. Fans that know no English. Fans that don't know English. Michael Jackson could have gone to Sri Lanka. And kids that don't understand a lick of English would know all of his lyrics in English. That's not even... That's not... Like, Burner has the potential for these... Burner's so fucking talented. Excuse my French. Yeah. Burner's so talented. Like, he has the potential to break... And he he sells out venues. This is not a diss. Like, Burner sells shit out. Burner sold out... Burner sold out Irving. Burner, yes. Trust me, Burner is nice. But selling out Irving Plaza, a bunch of to a bunch of Africans, and and ha, and keeping the attention of a whole bunch of white girls I that need wear Indian dresses. All these people in your comments, <laughs> talking about we move or we out to Coachella, they're not coming. They're to not Coachella. flying out once they realize how much that Airbnb they don't even, costs that week. Do they know how much Coachella? They is? don't leave their Instagram, bro. These are Trumps. people. The same people that said, "Oh, I'll be in Nigeria and Ghana this Christmas." Farms. They, they don't. Home. People were complaining about Burner's ticket prices in Lagos. Yeah, it was. They need to go see those Coachella numbers. Yeah, a lot of these people will be watching on YouTube. Farms. I, I'm Burner. Figure it out. I don't know. Giant of Africa, yes, but there's room to grow. Definitely an African giant, but definitely still needs a good there's booking so agent. So much room to grow, and you know, it's just like I get it. Self-worth is beautiful. I always tell... There's the, the, yo, this is the last time you're going to put my my name in that phone. Sure, but... After I show up at this event, you're going to see what's up. There's that. But the festival organizers don't really give a fuck. No, no, I get... They take his name off, nothing changes. Literally nothing changes. So my advice, again, is, hey, artists, if you think you're really that... That That's guy. what I'm saying. Tell them like, yo, <coughs> next sure year or next time around. I come, y'all gonna have to put my name bigger because. Or make I'm sure you have a team around you person. that will fight for those privileges for you because nobody owes you anything in this yeah, game. When you agree to it, be like, yo, I know how y'all be doing the names. How? Where's That's name literally going? the job That's, of a book agent. Yeah. That's literally the job of a book agent. So I don't know who his agent is, but my advice. Somebody's would be, gonna say we don't have um self respect to be arguing this, but. I mean, there's, there's just, uh, let me, where's the look, damn flyer? Let first of all, anybody that would say that has clearly not worked in the music industry, so they wouldn't be able to say that. Um, I'm coming from a place of having, having actually negotiated, see the name having up. actually I'm negotiated gonna see, we're gonna say the names. sizes of names on, on names. festival no, no, flyers, including Coachella. The names before years. Burner include 
Sophie Tucker, mm-hmm. John Hopkins, mm-hmm. Gucci Gang, which is Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane, Lil Pump, and Smoke Perp. Perp, right? Mm-hmm. K-Tronda. Yep. K-Tronada is way bigger K-Tronada, than K-Tronada, I'm sorry. Way bigger than Burna. Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Mm-hmm. Pusha T. Way bigger than Burna. Blood Orange. Okay. Who's way... Uh, well, I'll say he's he's known as well. So maybe booking agent. Book agent, for sure. Right. That's W. Her? Yeah, duh. Way bigger than Burna. Playboy Cardi. Way bigger than Burna. YG. Way bigger than Burna. Celeste D. Who? Mm. Wait, let me see. Yeah. Um, Bill and Francis. Bit. Yep. Way bigger than Churches. Burna. Way bigger than Burna. Uh, Bad Bunny. Way bigger than Burna. Uh, <laughs> Gesafelestein. Gesafelestein. Way is. bigger than Burna. Zed. Way bigger than Burna. Khaled. Way bigger than Burna. And then Ariana Grande. Cool. So I don't see how any of the names that precede Burna in that list. I don't know any. I mean, aside from maybe like Serez, whatever you said, that guy. Serez D. I don't know any other name that Burna could have been swapped for, because all those artists are bigger than him. And I rock with Burna, and I'm a huge fan of Burna, and I think he's going to do so many wonderful things for African no, music. He is nice with it. Like but all he needs I just is think, the platform. I think that some of the ego is misplaced, and it comes from a very valid place, like. A lot of these artists are just now starting to see international em- embrace of their craft and their art, and with that, um, with that comes a little like I told you so. Like y'all should have known that this was gonna come. And you know, my only advice to them is like, you know, exercise a little more patience. Like y'all, y'all here see, now. They gotta go see the crowd. They should have seen the crowd. I was watching Beyonce play. Yo, but Beyonce's Beyonce. No, dog. that's what I'm saying. They didn't even move. <laughs> it wasn't even. They didn't even enjoy it. It's my girl's... In- Bro. That ego is exactly the reason why it's taken so long for some of these artists to, Burner, to get to where they Burner are right now. is doing it in spite of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. His ego, his ego look, is, is part of who he is. His handlers... But his talent is just so fucking... His handlers have done so well up until this point. I hope they continue to do well. They're doing well. They're doing well. I hope he continues I to succeed and he I continues pray, to win. I pray he works on his set and it's visually and spiritually and musically just amazing i just want to remind the artist your ego is not your amigo we want to see you win we want we want to with the deadlines we want to see y'all win we want to see y'all impact the culture globally i want bernard to win so because that man is talent just put the ego aside don't kill the momentum before it even starts we are here. We that's know the wave is here. Somebody gonna tell me I'm bugging, but that's how I feel about it. Anybody that's gonna tell you you're bugging is still blogging from their mom's house, so it's fine. Wow. Well, I don't know if they. Anyways, it's nice in there. You know, I can't judge them. Live well, your best life, people. But yeah, that's it. We gotta do music. Agreed. Um, is there anything else that happened this week? There's a few things that happened, but um, that was that was. This is what I think is in the forefront right now. The, the government shutdown is mm-hmm. huge. So peace and love to every single person. I've heard people are calling sick now. And TSA members are calling sick. Because at the end of the day, you're not getting paid. You know what I mean? <coughs> yeah. Like shit is getting real. You got to look out for yourself. You are getting, because somebody's going to tell me they're getting paid. But when the government shuts down, they're going to get retroactive. But who knows? Yeah, they made it's just... if the ship, if Once it passed two weeks, we you know, there's the check not coming. That's that. You know, it's so easy. Is the United States turning into Nigeria? 
what's happening. It's not there yet. It's a long way from there, but it's crazy, though. There's a magnet in the middle somewhere that's all like farms. Again, we need the West African passports. Echoas teens. Shout out to you were moving with the West African Voltron. We see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'll leave it at there. All my regular folks, you see us, right? We out here in America hey. struggling. We're out here trying to put the beans on top of the rice. Shout out to the wave squad. You know what and Tunde is in the motherland moving with the wave. Shout outs to, you know. Carrying, carrying waves upon, upon the beaches of Lagos. Lovey, Abby. To East Legon. TJ, you know what I'm saying? Well, oh, shout outs to our guy, TJ. Shout outs. Mr. Twira. Shout outs. Twira shout Sports. Justina, Justina. Who? I'm just shouting people out in the way. I don't know these people. I know TJ. No. I know TJ. I know, I don't you know, know Jabril. You know Jabril? No. Malik's. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, you know. oh, oh, sorry. Yes. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, my Benu. Um, no vex. Who else? Who else shout else? out to our Auntie Lovey. Oh, yeah. Auntie Lovey. Lovey shows sure. me love. Um, shout out to Auntie the rest as well. of them. Auntie Yvonne as well, for sure. Okay, I don't know her personally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's there. But I rock with her. I love stand up <laughs> comedian and she's actually funny. I love funny people. Mm. For a person that's done stand up, I appreciate a good stand up. Uh, Can't forget. Can't forget Caribbean. Auntie Bazoma as well. I don't know her either. She's great. I think she's absolutely dope. She's wonderful. But until I know these people, I don't know them. Mm. So the her ones mom. I her know. Her and her mom are fire. Okay. Mm. Mama, okay. mama Bose. I yeah, me or mom. They are great. I can't be out here giving No, no, no. I'm just saying. Because no, no. They are no, the reason no. why I understand why she tells a team. Uh, oh, they gave you the Ghana love. Guy. When I tell are you. Are you going to go back? To Ghana. Oh, well done. High five. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was a good one. Uh-huh. Oh, God. You don't get enough credit for your jokes. I try. Oh, these bad jokes I take mean, a good amount of time. I, I agree with you. Bad, good. I'm oh, I'm here all weekend. Honestly, folks. I can't tell you right oh, now. Hey. Oh, hi. Oh. Bad I, jokes I'm, with Tune hey, and Bawa. You are now tuned in to Bad Jokes with Tune and Bawa. Tune in next week for... I just got back a series. I, I saw a really good one on Twitter. It was a really good one. Well, you see, yeah. show me. I took a screenshot of it because I had to send it to um, Navin. You know, Navin loves the bad jokes. Oh, of course. Yeah, shout out to Navin, DJ Kilakev, and Chanel, our favorite married couple. Hey. Abby. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. So it says Canadian. Let's watch a movie. Mm. American. Have you seen Titanic? Lo, lo, lo. And then Canadian, what's that about? And then it goes, American goes, yes, it was a huge one that sank. But you got to say the Canadian way. Was that a boat? So it's like, Ooh. was that a boat? And then it goes, yes, it was a huge one that sank. It's funny. Fouls. It's so bad, it's good. It's so bad. He got threats. Wow. For that joke. The joke, he wrote this in 2016. He's still getting threats from Canadians today. That's amazing. So, but yeah. Shout out to people, yo, people that really like take the time to profess a bad joke. Yo, you have a special place in my heart. No, oh, you yo. do, bruv. You do like to own the bad jokes. You have to, like, come on. Shout out to everybody that will never make it to Caroline's on Broadway, but will make everybody in their living room laugh. 
We see it's all coordinates. Like yeah, this was bad. Like damn, he thought that was funny. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. So yes, music time. <coughs> oh, shout out to like I just want to say this to all the artists that see we're showing them love and give us love back. Mm-hmm. Big up to yourself. Um, our artist, my song of the week last week showed us love on Instagram. Dolly Bernie. Yes. Good guy. Big up to, big up to Shout out to him. So I have my song. I don't know if you have your song. Oh no, you can go first again. It's okay. You want me to go first? Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to go with another. Oh wow. Is that your song? Sorry. Is that your song? Is that what's going on? No, here? no, no. You can, um, you can call from your Yakubian friends. <laughs> Is that what's going on? <coughs> We're not judging your lifestyle. So, my song is from the artist King Plu. Wow. PLU. Mans is known for his Plu mixes. He can rap, rap. Like, he can legit rap. Mm. I'll tell you that right now. But I can. For real. For real, for real rap. So, he came up with, um, I think he dropped a single. Weeks back, and I I like it, I like it, and um I said uh I've been bumping it, and now it's time for me to you know share love. But you have to guys, if you have a chance, go on King Plu's page, right? He like he raps over every everything, every damn thing. Ibo guy, he just be out here rapping over everything. You know, Ibo people once they're good at something, they just have to. The world has to know. Africa, Odiqua Sirius. Odiqua Sirius. Wow. One them. Nobody called you. No Igbo names. They didn't give you no Igbo no, names. I, they did, but I just, I just rejected them. So you rejected it. I did. You know, I respect my ancestors too much. Wow. So I didn't want any fake lion print on my chest. So anyway, I'm going to let that go. The song is called How Deep. <coughs> wow. And it says, is it love or is it lust? But yeah, it's on all platforms. I've seen Spotify. I've seen Taida. I've seen Google Play. I've seen Apple Music. Hi-Hat Radio. Pandora. Amazon. iTunes. And everything else. But yeah, Search King Blue. How Deep. That's my song of the week. And here it goes. How deep is your love? I just wanna know been peeping your sobs. I'm trying to kick it, what's up? Why I gotta dig deep in my pockets and stop? I know I gotta spoil and adore you. First off, gotta know if you're loyal. Before you get the keys and the passcode, gotta make sure we're not ordering oil. Is it love? Is it lust? This conversation is a must. Gotta figure out the fundamentals before we get sentimental. Is it super or superficial? Is it real or superstition? Is it just in the surface? Or embedded in your genes, your true religion? How deep is your loving? How deep is your attraction? Give the love I spend money. Say I decide you don't know this. Oh, oh, oh. 
What do you think? It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Oh, we put an S in there. It's a vibe. Multiple vibes. With a Z. Oh, we take. Oh, it's a for the streets. It's a vibe. For the man them. For the man them, the girl them. Shit. The good stuff. Shout out to you, Ken Clue. You know the good things. Are you are you ready for your <laughs> song of the week? Because you so, were a Ninja man. You got to put us on to some, some flames. So, I don't know. Are you going to go all tea with it? I might have to I might have to do two songs though. Oh, wow. I might have to do two. Double. I might have to do it. Both sides of the cassette. Mm. Okay. So, the, the hey and the B side. The first song I'm going to drop eh, is actually Instrumental Stalls. Oh, we're just, we're catching vibes. Yes. It's by my guy, Saz on the beat. Oh. So, oh. we were in Lagos. Eh? Saz. I told you we were in Lagos, we found Splash. Splash? Fla- Flash. Ah, I thought you said Splash. No, no, Splash. No. Yes, yeah, so we saw. We saw Flash. We found Flash, yo. He's real. He's, he's, a, he's a genuine person. He's, he's like, he's real. Dog. When I'm telling you, he walked up to me and I said, yo, what's good? He goes, yo, I'm Flash. And I go, Flash. And then I remember that we found Flash right on the podcast. And then you found him in real life. And then he was found in real and life. And then you saw his face. I'm a believer. And you're a hey believer. Not a trace of, of doubt in my mind. Wow, heart. Wow, you just you Is it mind? It's mind though. Doubt in my mind. Wow. How can you have doubt in your heart? You ah, you can have that in your heart. Doubt in your heart. Yes, like doubt. there's doubt in your heart. Are you okay? Like people who doubt God, it's not people it's doubt God. Yeah, people it. who doubt God in their heart. Sorry, I feel sorry for them. You know, God is more than mind. God is more than mind. Ooh, that would be a fire. It would be a very God smart is song. more than mind. God, our God is more than mind. You, He is also for the heart. I don't know where your busy is, but we're here. Hi, right, that's it. So, Found Flash, again, okay. you know, chopped up the SARS, and he was telling me about a project that he's about to put out. It's a essentially a beat tape called SARS Is Not Your Mate. S I S. Yes, I think I saw him tweet about it, right? It's called SARS Is Not Your Mate. Um, so, one of the records that really caught my attention it's just a bunch of beats but one of the beats that really caught my attention is called hello africa rhythm mm. it is a very very sweet tune <coughs> so i'm gonna play that first and then uh you know just put y'all on to the new project from sars called sars the natural mate so here it is Africa, tell me how you doing. Hello, Modala, tell me how you doing. Thank you. 
right, boom. That wow. is Hello Africa. Uncle Saz. From Uncle Saz. Is that Saz. how you feel? Is it fire something? Is that how you are feeling? SARS is not your mate, yo. Who pissed you off? I'm telling you, there's some... Bros. There's some producers that... We, bros. They just, you know... Bro, bros. It's a... Uh, relax, though. I, I, so what I, I told Spin all this when I saw him in Nigeria. I said, look, there are some producers in Nigeria that don't get enough credit for being the innovators they are and as versatile as they are. SARS is definitely up there. He's mateless. Very much so. Spells is another one. Spells. Spells definitely another Spells. one. Spells. I love this um, drop. Spells. <coughs> um. Oh, I gotta tell you a joke. My coworker B, put him on tap for B. Kidominant is another one. Kidominant. Killer tunes is another one. Killer tunes is disgusting. I gotta hear more of killer tunes. There's a few of them. Anyways, yeah. That's song one. Before you get to song two, mm-hmm. my coworker be doing his own thing, listening to song. He goes, yo, there's this girl, bro. Oh, uh, she making a lot of money. Oh, God. I'm like, who? She go, he going to say, legendary beats. Because the drop is a girl's voice. No. So, so he thinks legendary beats is a female. Oh, oh, God. Oh, no. Legendary beats. Nah. Oh. Oh. Sing it, sing it. That's a Ghanaian artist too. You like the way you go Aqua got your man switching up. Can you relax? Aqua got your man switching up, guys. Aqua, guys. It went from West Coast tune to wave tunes. To East Lagoon tunes. East Lagoon. West Coast tune, East Lagoon tunes. It's crazy. Wow. He's here. Wow. Nine, what, eight hours apart. I'm still Nigerian. You know, I still say work. I don't say work. Facts, facts, facts. But give it time. You can't say I'm... A couple more she saw. No, 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 no. I'm okay. And you're going to be calling pasta, pasta. No, no, no. I'm still, you know, I'm still eating back The money turned the pasta into pasta. Wow. Eh? But they will not tell us Ghana the must go in Jesus' name. The money turned the work into work. You will not, your destiny will not be carried in Ghana must go in Jesus' name. The money turned Bawa into Bawa. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. When you finish, go and take a shower. Wow. Ma. Hey, shower, ma. Your girlfriend's name is Hawa. Hey. Wow. Hausa girl. Uh, wow. Well done. Next song. Next song. <laughs> I hope the person you're talking about here is this. No, no, sorry. I don't know her. I bet you thought that line was about you. Wow. Thank you, Janet Jackson. That was a bar right there I gave you. It was a very much a bar. Second song I decided to premiere this evening <laughs> is from two vocalists that you may or may not know. Okay. One is signed to Maven. Oh. The other is a young R&B vocalist. Okay. A very sweet babe. Okay. Her voice is like a canary. No response, that's it. Just can I, 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 I'm can. waiting. Okay. Can I be yellow? Yes. So the song is called Bami Law, mm. which in Yoruba means Come With Me, is by the sweet Tolani. Okay. Featuring Addict Baby, Ricardo Banks. Mm. I want to know how you think about the song. I want to play some of it for play you. Play it for me, Avec. It's not out yet, too, but by the time. Ah. This song will be out very soon. 
Just, so, just take a peek at it. So we're playing it. So you can't drop this episode until the song comes out. No, I can't drop the episode. With the song. I'm only going to play a, a few seconds. Okay, don't get in trouble. Ricardo got the goons. Mm. Are we ever going to be more than just friends? You casually call me baby. Arami Walona. Sorry, Walani talk on me on for so long. Where were you? That bar, if he wrote that, that song, if he wrote that song, Ricardo is the man for life. Because the flow in that shit was so yeah. clean. He's talented. He got signed off. He got signed off of his, his lyricism. Man, who's the one that just left Maven? They just left Maven? Yeah, one of them just left Maven. Uh, sure. I, it's either it's, it's the, there's Ricardo and there's another one with the hair. Already. Cody is the one with the hair, right? That we're doing no, the different hairstyles here. I think Ricardo left, bro. Yeah, he left. Banks music. Yeah, he left. He has his label now. Yeah. He was signed to Maven. Now he's independent. He's under Banks Music. Bank. Banks Music Co. Wow, he joined them. He had, oh, wow. So his five-year contract expired. Good for him. He, he made them some money. But yes, so those are two dope-ass songs. I already have my song for next week. I feel like I should bless with two songs, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to end it. I want to pick one more song. One more song now. Our sisters, Van Jess. And I feel like maybe... maybe I, always, I always say that they are one, one record away from a smash. Yes. One. They got the voice. They got the look. They, they have the history of acts. The last album was Fuego. And um, I feel like we, we owe them like big shout-outs. We haven't given them enough love on this show. I agree. Um, Van Jess, yes. The That's, record, so Touch the Floor, okay. one of my favorite records from them. Okay. With Masego. Very good record. Um, I've heard it in the United States. I've heard it in Europe. I've heard it in Africa. So they definitely get love. Um, I like I the just, joint with Gold Link as well. I agree. That's also another good one. I, my hope is that they could create more records that... Uh, I love their work ethic because I don't know. I've known of them for a minute and obviously it's just been growth since I've heard of them and it's just been constant, you know, leveling up. So, Charles Van Jess, we, I don't know, I feel like there's been many episodes we 
like we put them in the topics and we just never get to it. But shout out to Avengers. I'm happy that as we're starting the new year, we're closing out the show with them. Hopefully, we're able to like in time talk about them more and then include them in the show more often. But shout out to you, ladies. Keep doing what you do. Lit. And um, so, uh, so what we're song gonna, would we? Well, whatever song you pick, we're gonna close out the show with it. I like Gold Links because Gold Link was repping Nigeria one time. I don't know why he was putting the flag and all that. I don't even think he went. But that's we'll, we'll go with the tour enough. With Gold Link.
Crazy nigga with the confidence Confidant, Shondon, and proper tense You can dance to my pain and we can talk a bit Or we can go up to a mountain and I park the whip Gorgeous titties, niggas mad My old chick mad, my new chick mad Man, everybody mad at me My mama be hot, local niggas be sick So many niggas mad that I should call this shit mad TV DC summer's playing vivid on and on in my head Run the city rampant, never left my city for dick See, I'm a cool black pimp, play a version of a rapper But I'm smooth with the lyrics and I'm cool with the bitches And I got a big ego like Beyonce And I should pray a little harder like the church say I got verses, always got a cursing Killing rappers, I should start by driving hearses Baby, that's cool, right?